This is ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. My name is Maria Martin. You guys probably haven't heard my voice in quite a long time. Man, I, I don't think I've lived in West Palm Beach for... Gosh, I don't know. It's a little early for me to be doing math. That's why I did journalism. Maybe nine years? And I'm so excited to be back. This is a place where my career started, so I'm really pumped to be here and to be hosting this next hour with some really incredible women who have paved the way for ESPN West Palm, who are still paving the way for ESPN West Palm. I got two lovely ladies with me the entire hour. Good morning, Stephanie Prince, the ESPN West Palm General Manager. How are you this morning? Good. How are you, Maria? I know. I, I don't think I've talked to you in nine years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It's literally been so long. And I wish that I was there. I'm actually currently uh, at my house in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where I live. We'll get into that. Um, great to hear your voice. Wish I could see your face. We also have Christina Costanza on with us for the entire hour. She's on every single day with Josh Cohen and the home team from 4 to 6. You can hear her every day. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Maria. So great to meet you this way. I never we never crossed paths, um, you know, while I was here as an intern, you know, eight years ago so I just missed you you know it's funny because our lovely producer Brian Rowitz for the next hour he told me that you have a story about me which we're not going to get into right <laughs> off the top and I said oh my gosh what did I sign up for I don't even know what story this is so I'm excited for that um and for the first 15 minutes we also have Jeanette Javier who I heard I was listening a little bit before I called in here. She is currently on air at ESPN West Palm. She's got a lot of titles as well. We got her for the first 15 minutes. She's on Ken Levick Alive every single day. Good morning. Good morning, Maria. Nice to meet you. I've heard wonderful things about you. Oh, that's so sweet. I've heard wonderful things about all of the women that are involved in Good Karma and ESPN West Palm. It's it's really cool that so many women are involved. And I want to take the next hour to really just celebrate that. And also, happy Women History Month, everybody. Yes. Absolutely. It's it's been a conversation that I've been having with a lot of people recently, women in sports and what that means and what it looks like. And I want everybody listening, driving to work, getting ready, getting your kids ready to to really listen to us for the next hour because we're going to dive into a lot of that, share our stories and share how we came up through ESPN West Palm and, and just what it means to be a woman in sports. So I'm really excited for the first 15 minutes since we have Jeanette here. I, I just want you to introduce yourself to everybody. I know a lot of people can hear you every day, but go ahead and tell people how you started at ESPN West Palm. I heard the tail end of that this morning when you were on for uh, the last couple of minutes. Yeah. So again, Jeanette uh, was an intern back in 2012, 2013, back when it was a lawless land to kind of be an intern. Um, <laughs> I did do it for college credit, but it was a bunch of fun, a uh, little bit of hands in everything, promo, whatnot. I did have the opportunity to cover the heat in that run that we were allowed to go to the locker room. Um, that was a blast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so things happened. I did not uh, get the position with ESPN West Palm after that. Kind of moved, continued a career in sports. I was a sports information director at Nova Southeastern University, um, kind of like in full scholarship for my graduate assistant um, degree, um, MBA. And then I got uh, received an internship with the Orlando Magic. Then I worked full-time with the PGA Tour for a year. Not my vibe. Golf was not my vibe, especially after... <laughs> um, uh, and I guess I'll say this too, my kind of origin story where I received the internship here at, at the time, ESPN 760 AM was because I was interning with FAU Athletics and I was traveling Ooh. with the football team all four years. And 
The media people were sitting right next to me on the plane. Media people at the time were Ken Lavica and Brian Rowitz. So wow. I hung out with these guys every weekend. Uh, they've literally, literally seen the best and worst of me um, out in these wonderful United States streets. But um, I, I, we, I stayed in touch with Brian Rowitz. We were big wrestling fans. And well, he is, I kind of like got out of it. And uh, we would go to his house. Thank God, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, we would like go to Royal Rumble parties at Ryan Rowett's house. And he found out I was back in South Florida. He reached out. They needed a couple hands on the TV side. I say, of course, love this organization. Stepped into that role. And then it kind of just grew um, as being a co-host on air and getting my hands into couple different events i did some board op and producing when i was a co-host with evan cohen five to six about a year ago so it's been a blast it's been a roller coaster but an absolute blast yeah jeanette you've done a little bit of everything it sounds like and one of my favorite things about meeting different women in this industry is that literally nobody has the same career path and nobody has the same story i mean you go from meeting people on a plane (laughs) to being able to work with them every day it's uh it's really really cool and really awesome to hear um another thing that stood out to me about you that i want everybody to know is west palm in general in south florida is home to spring training a lot of teams obviously have their spring training down there it's my favorite part of the year is spring training and uh you're a part of it right yes it, yes i am the in-game host for the houston Astros, the world series uh, Houston Astros um, during spring training uh, down here at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. And it's my favorite time of the year to work. I do so many different things, being on the radio, and then I have a side gig. I have a full-time 9-to-5 job, just remote. Um, and being on the radio here, going to that, and then coming back here, that's literally my schedule here that at the ballpark um, back here. It's an absolute blast. And baseball, I'm Dominican, First generation. So baseball is part of our culture. And the fact that I get to celebrate it as a massive part of my career is an absolute blessing. Every time I grab that mic and I step into the ballpark, it's unreal. I love that. That's so exciting to hear. And it's also cool because, you know, baseball is obviously a male dominated field. There are a lot of women that now work in baseball. It's really cool because so I'm in Atlanta. Uh, We'll get into me later. But so I covered the Atlanta Braves World Series champion two years ago. And uh, there's so many women. I mean, I I go in and there's so many women around the ballpark now and and it didn't always used to be that way. And what's cool Mm -hmm. is, you know, you're getting involved with the Astros being in South Florida for a part of the year. What, what is it like as a woman working in baseball? Well, it is, I just like to have fun with it. Um, for me also, it's a huge cultural aspect, especially this season. We have the world baseball classic. And to me, that is my Mecca of people celebrate the World Cup, that is my World Cup of the year. Because, again, the Dominican Republic lives in that sport. So to work in baseball and to be a Latina and represent an organization, a winning organization, is absolutely huge. And it is my opportunity to show the power that we have in our voices and the work that we can do and look great at the same time. So I absolutely (laughs) love it. And, again, it's a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, as, as you were talking about this, I was, I was also thinking, because I want to hear Christina, too, when she also was a former intern. You guys didn't cross paths at all, did you? No, we did not. No, no, no. Do you ever bond over the fact that you guys were intern-turned-employees? 
I think it's like definitely when you do, when you have intern here and Jeanette and I both intern where again, like there was probably not as many rules. Um, Jeanette probably had less rules than I had. Um, and I, you know, we- There uh, were no rules. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Jeanette might have had an intern for four years yeah. before. No, and it was funny because people were like, I don't think I was offered the second year. I just literally kept coming back yeah. until you guys started implementing rules. And you're like, oh, my oh Jeanette, gosh. you've been here for almost two years. And I was like, yeah. You're like, yeah, you can't do this anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not right. Two years is our mark or cut off. So Jeanette, you kind of paved the way for interns to uh, have some rules, I guess. I don't, I don't like that. I am known for doing <laughs> better or worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am known to doing whatever the heck I want most of the time. So I'm sorry, interns, you know, I used to scam using getting the gas card and now I learned there's, they have to write down things and your mileage or whatever to now get gas Now they get card. paid. That's, that's bizarre. Right. Yeah. Bizarre. Glad I wasn't the, running the market then. Yeah. <laughs> you were stealing the gas cart. Yes. 100%. Right. Yeah, I know. You're just like repenting all of your yes. sins to Stephanie. That's good. Um, uh, Jeanette, so take me back to the internship for a second because I like that it was like the wild, wild west of the SPOS problem. This is so much fun. Um, so those are obviously great memories. They're hilarious. But tell me a few of your other great memories over the years with the SPOS Palm. ESPN was spawn. Well, the first one that absolutely sticks out is doing a radio show with Evan Cohen um, as a producer in the producer co-host role for a straight year. That was wild. I um, felt kind of vindicated because I partied a lot in college and in grad school. And I just had a collection of stories and I had no idea what to do with them. And Evan was like, all right, bet. I'm going to turn you into this character and your great party stories. Yeah, we're going to talk about that on air. So I went home and I was like, mommy, I know I was kind of crazy, but look how great I'm doing because I went crazy <laughs> for a couple years. So definitely with that, um, a lot of the friendships that I had um, as an intern are still ongoing. And one of my best friends I was her bridesmaid at a wedding in Rome just last year, and I had a big tour in Europe, and we were still very close, and we met because we went to Renegades right across from Palm Beach Lakes, where the station was. Um, so we were really close. Obviously, Brian Rowitz, and it kind of goes full circle because now I'm on the radio with Ken Lavica, and that was probably the first person I met who worked with ESPN West Palm because, again, we sat right next to each other on the FAU plane. So it's just incredible to see how things go. And you clearly have a big personality and I haven't met you and I, I love your personality through the radio. It's so great. Uh, how do the guys handle that? I'll put you on the spot. Um, so I <laughs> personally or socially, like where are we going here, Maria? I think they're it, fascinated by about. Jeanette's life and yeah. because no one here lived that life and they just sit there wide-eyed and like, more, give me more, tell me more, what'd you do? Are we talking about in-office, in-personal, my dating life? All of it has been affected uh, as being a co-host here on ESPN West Palm. Um, I guess I'll start with like dating. Uh, guys have... Sure, yeah. So I'll start right off the top, I guess. Um, guys have <laughs> only dated me because I work here at ESPN West Palm, which is absolutely, in my mind, disgusting because it's kind of like that trophy scenario. Um, course, yeah. One guy I laid with, and the first thing that he 
asked was how I was working with Evan Cohen. And that's when I decided to take ESPN West Palm off of my dating profiles because that was like disgusting to me that you're bringing me down to a job title. Um, in terms of the party stories here, I love it that when the the guys here at ESPN West Palm are the most supportive, protective people I've ever worked with. Supportive in the terms of they will lift you up and like support you in any way possible, provide you the opportunities that you've been seeking if you go out and let it be known. That is wonderful. Um, and, in, and in terms of guys, just in general, a lot of guys just socially become intimidated because you do work here at a sports station. You'll go out to a bar and they'll be like, oh, you work in sports? And I'll be like, yeah, what's up? Oh, what is the blood type of the offensive <laughs> lineman of the Detroit Lions back in 1972? I'll be like, I literally don't know, nor does anybody care. And at the end of the day, I'm going to be the walking. I'm walking through the ESPN West Palm Studios and you're not. I get the mic at the end of the day. So I don't care about you, especially if that's your kind of personality or they turn it into uh, a contest. Oh, well, do you know this? Do you know? But do you know the starting five? Do you know this? Do you know that? And I'm like, again, I really don't care. And you obviously know nothing about sports radio. If this is what you think qualifies you being on the radio. So thank you. You're an idiot. Let's move on. That's how I handle it's it. It's funny. Yeah, I love it. I mean, you just opened a whole can of worms, too. And <laughs> this is part of the reason why I was so excited to talk to all of you this morning when it comes to being a woman in sports you brought up so many different scenarios where it is challenging sometimes and uh you talk about the dating scene and, and guys really just focused on your job title and less about you and and even when you go out to a bar i was at a restaurant a couple weeks ago and there was a game on and literally all he wanted to do was just tell me i had no idea what i was talking about which i did not present any information i don't even give these people the time of day anymore but he was like, yeah, you probably don't know. My husband is with me, by the way, who knows, who played in the NFL. And I know a lot of, you know, nuances more than, he knows the game obviously better than I'll ever be able to understand. But I know people, I know history, I know a lot of things about the NFL. And I know the game really well, obviously. So this guy is like, there's no way she understands. Like, to my face, he's like, there's no way you know, there's no way you know anything. And my husband's just like, okay, whatever. You know, mm -hmm. looking at him like you have no idea who you're talking to. You have no idea. Like women can understand all these things, too. So it is frustrating. And so one of the questions that I want to ask you, Jeanette, before we let you go, you're talking about how guys, you know, it's either a competition or what was somebody's blood type in 19, whatever. Do you ever feel like sometimes there's more pressure for you to be accurate when it comes to information with sports? Yes. At first, when I started, absolutely. But Stephanie, our general manager here, she straight up looked at me in the face and she was like, dude, look at me. I run this thing, essentially. <laughs> I don't know it all. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay, that's cool. She goes, if you don't know it, tell you don't know it. And that's how you build your cred here. I was like, all right, bet. So it is that coaching. It is being honest with yourself and your insecurities that are presented in these types of situations. Uh, and again, the women here are super supportive. So Stephanie was like, of course, 
she will put me in my place when needed, but she will also absolutely support me to the capacity too. We're like, I'm facing this insecurity. What do I do, Stephanie? And she gave me that and it, it made me feel 50,000 50, times better in my role than I did previously. Yeah, does it almost make you feel, I don't know, a little bit more comfortable having a woman being a general manager? Oh my gosh, yeah. There was a time when I was getting disturbing text messages from a coach. And then Stephanie was one of the ones that was like, ax it. He's no longer on air. This, this, and that. I don't want her going to... It was when I was in TV at the time um, filming football games. And Stephanie was the first one that says like, nah, she's not going over there anymore. Let's protect Jeanette. Screw the guy. And that was like, that's the level of respect and comfort, you know, is, is automatically there. I already had all of that before Stephanie, but I'm not too sure if it would have been as well received. It was, if it was a male. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and Stephanie's amazing. And I, again, I haven't talked to you, Stephanie in nine years, but in the conversations that we <laughs> did have, you are just so brilliant and so smart and so supportive. And that's really important. And going back to that piece of like, do you have to always be accurate? No, you don't always have to be accurate. Nobody is. Nobody's perfect. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, whatever. However, I do feel that women are crucified and criticized if they say something wrong. Whereas sometimes, because I work in television, I'm on air um, in Atlanta. I work for the NBC affiliate. If a male in my market says something incorrectly, people brush over it. They probably don't even bat an eye over it, honestly. It's a simple mistake, whatever. It's a guy, no big deal. But if I do something, gosh forbid, it is like the end of the world. Mm. I don't know if you guys feel like that too. I don't. I mean, I was I was on air and I was known to not have like any knowledge of anything. So I think my experience <laughs> is probably different. I was told not to prepare and not to have knowledge. So, but I think, that's great too. Yeah. So I think my experience was different. But when I told Jeanette and also Tina, like. All I knew is don't try and fabricate an opinion. Like, mm -hmm. if someone goes to you, like, don't try and make it up because people can hear that and feel that through the radio. So just say, like, I don't know. And that's even more funny. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's that's funnier. And then the other thing is, like, as I started to do this more, I obviously listened more and, like, I got, you know, in tune with sports a little bit more and understood because I would just naturally listen. But literally when you go to a bar, right, or, like, out, I, I say this all the time. Guys do not know as much about sports as, like, the, the perception is. Like, they might know about their team specifically. But, like, you can you know more than, they, than the general person knows about sports. So, like, I think you could always carry on a conversation because, in reality, sports can relate to real-life situations in almost any instance. So, like, you can have an opinion. It, you don't need to know the X's and O's of sports. It's, like, contract negotiations. That's hiring someone. You know? So, like, you can relate it to real life and have an opinion so I think like that's that's the key to like being able to like know what you're talking about and feel like you have an opinion and like that you have knowledge on the situation. Just relate it back to real life. That's like literally all I did. I love it. And I mean, every time you were on the radio, whenever I was there nine years ago, I freaking loved it. It was the best. And even that it's the message of being authentic is so true. Um, and Jeanette, I can tell like that just that comes through on the radio in the little time that I've spent with you. Um, and it's been such a blast this morning to have you. I appreciate you being on for the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> As let's see, knows we never follow time schedules, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, Thank that's you so okay. much. I like it. And yeah. And I hope that the next guy that tells you that they just want to date you because you work at ESPN West Palm, 
I hope that doesn't happen. And please let me know when that happens again. That's just, oh my God, it's hilarious. Uh, well, it'll turn to a great radio story. That's, it's all for content. So now we know that Jeanette is just airing her dating life. And if you want to hear it, you can every day. She's currently the co-host with Ken Levicka Live every single Monday through Friday, 12 to 2 p.m. Jeanette, appreciate your time. And we are going to continue to have such a great time here on ESPN West Palms 20 for 20, 20 hours for 20 years. We're celebrating a lot of things here. It is the women's hour from seven to eight. We'll be right back. 20 hours for 20 years and 20 minutes of technical difficulties. Hello, everybody. We're back. <laughs> Love it. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, you know what? I, I, it's funny because Brian Rhodes, our lovely producer for this hour, had texted me. He said, stand by. We're, we're having some issues. I really thought I broke something. I've barely been breathing for the hour because I'm doing this from Atlanta. I'm, like, scared to touch my phone. I'm scared to move around because I'm scared I'm going to drop the call. But we're here. We're back. Hello, everyone. We have Courtney Rukoff. We have Tina Costanza and Stephanie Prince all with me. Hello. Hello. What? <laughs> what? This wow. is like literally par for the course. Back 15 years ago when Brian Rowitz was like half engineering, he's like, I don't want to do this. And now I know why. <laughs> yes. We're like literally wow. sitting around. What just happened? The mic, literally all the mics stopped working. Yeah, I have no oh idea what happened. God. Brian's unplugging things. There's dust oh coming out of places. God. Like it, it, it was crazy. My suggestion was okay. just unplug it and plug it back in. See what happens. Yes. That's what Brian tried yeah. to do. It did not work. <laughs> it ruined the, all the mics in the studio. Yeah. Brian broke it. During the women I mean, hour, too, Brian. Come on. I'm sorry. The best uh, the hour. The disrespect. The disrespect. I am so frustrated with you, Brian, but it's okay. No, these things happen. Um, you know, I, we could talk for the next hour, but we do not have an hour. We have about 12 minutes, thanks to the technical difficulties. Um, anybody want to share a story about being at ESPN West Palm? I would ask you some different questions, but we've only got 12 minutes, so someone take the mic and go. Oh, we went off air again. No, <laughs> Who's going to go first? Who's going to go first? No, I think, listen, I think, like, we should get another hour. So, Brian, figure out where we're going to bump someone in the other uh, in the other shows because we have too many guys on the air. But I am happy yes. to say that we have now more females on the air than we did when we started, which obviously is there was only six people here, so we probably Woo! have to. But um, we have now uh, females represented on both shows that we have, which I think is just, like, such an amazing accomplishment and they're the most memorable talent on the air. Literally, we were out at the Honda Classic this past weekend, and so many people came up to me and was like, I love Tina on Josh Cohen and the home team. I'm like, great, good. Like, <laughs> there was literally, great. we had these giant fat heads made, and Tina's was the most popular. Yeah. Everyone was like, I don't care about Josh. I don't care about Dean. They're like, I want Tina. And one man's wife was like, Sir, like babe, you don't have to take a picture. And he was like, yes, I do. And he took a picture with <laughs> Tina's fat head. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. I mean, you guys are the most memorable. And I remember back nine years when I was working and I was trying, again, for those of you that don't know me, I didn't really get into who I am. So you're probably like, who the heck is this random girl talking this morning? Um, my name is Maria Martin and I used to work at ESPN West Palm about nine years ago. And I was just trying to break into the business doing anything possible. It was like the hardest year of my life. I had four jobs. I was working seven days a week and one of which was ESPN West Palm just begging them to let me on air in any way possible and, and get reps. And luckily I was able to do that a little bit um, with Josh Cohen. So I'm very grateful for that. But uh, I was really working more on the TV side. That's what I do now. I work in Atlanta. I'm literally in my house in Atlanta with my dog Dex, who's asleep and does not care. Um, I work for the NBC affiliate here. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's so great to see so many women represented on 
ESPN West Palm. It's it's a place that really helped kickstart my career, and I'm so grateful for that. And it's really, really cool to watch you guys do amazing things. Stephanie, I mean, you've climbed the ladder through ESPN West Palm. That's something I really wanted to get into. If you want to give us just like a brief synopsis of everything, because you went from various different roles, and now you're the general manager. Yeah, and I will say this, Maria, you are probably the only one on the air currently that like literally was supposed to be on the air. Um, everybody else was was either like, hmm, I wonder if this concoction could work. Hey, Tina, what do you think about being on the air and producing a show? I know you like don't listen to sports radio really and know nothing about sports, but how about being on ESPN? And then my my stint on air came from literally screaming outside the studio at um at, at a former teammate, uh, Herb Uzi, and he was like talking crap about Bobby Bowden, and I'm a big Florida State alum and fan, and I was literally screaming outside the studio, and Evan's like, come on the air and tell us how you feel, and that Hilarious. was the start of my on-air career, and that was really the only sports I could really talk about is is Florida State football, and at that point, I also knew very little about Florida State football, just that I like going to the games and uh, had a fun <laughs> time up at college, um, and that started my my kind of on-air career, I think, um, where I would just kind of pop in here and there. And then I think we did like a fan survey at one point. And it was like, what person, you know, what personalities do you want to hear more of? Or do you like JMP more on the top five or Stephanie Prince? And people said Stephanie Prince. And so then I got more time on the air. And then I just became sort of, uh, I don't know, a gimmick on the air. I was initially called the drunk marketing director because like Jeanette, who we heard in the previous segment, <laughs> she had a fun time at college. So I, I also did too. As I mentioned, I went to Florida State. So I think uh, if anybody went to Florida State, they understand. Um, and then uh, I was in a wrestling match, um, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> I was uh, put on Tinder while I had a boyfriend that I was living with. And people oh came to God. the station to try and <laughs> match, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Like when Tinder first started. I mean, I was literally like, hey, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Um, and then I had to kind of grow up and evolve. And, and thankfully, I did. But I was uh, mentored by great people. And then... Um, now I uh, I run the market and I'm not on the air sadly anymore, which I'm bummed about. But I'm excited for uh, Tina to be on the air and kind of you know do her thing and 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 uh, create her own personality um, and be memorable. And and I love now that everyone is like, hey, we love Tina, we love Tina, and um, I think she's having fun on the air. And then Courtney over here, she's not on the air, but she kind of should be. You know, like she chimes in and she is the director of marketing content, which is the first female role or female to ever have that role and the first role in the station that anyone's held that dual role. So that's pretty impressive with, with Courtney. And so I'm really proud of uh, this group that we have here. Well, Courtney, you, you've been listening to everybody that's on the air and Stephanie just talked about some of the experience that she has. You said that you're not tell everybody kind of what your role is. Um, that's a great question. I think I, like, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but, uh, the official title, you know, that goes on the business cards and email signature is director of marketing and content, um, which is a weird and unique role because a lot of the stuff that goes on the content side is sort of figured out through marketing. So whether that's the sales or the events or things like that, you know, it all kind of trickles together. So I'm the, you know, I'm not the drunk marketing director on the air. I'm like the mean <laughs> one that tells them like, hey, you can't really do that. But like, here's the rules type of a thing. Um, but uh, it's a it's an interesting thing. I have no content experience whatsoever. I have a marketing degree um, and the content world and the radio world kind of fell into my lap. And I was really 
really excited to learn more. And I uh, just got an, like, I learned so much from like Evan Cohen and a few other direct marketing or content directors in our company um, that ultimately led me to feeling, I guess, Steph thought I was worthy enough as a young 26 year old woman to like run the content team um, that has obviously had a lot of history and a lot of big names come through. So still don't entirely know what I'm doing, but I'm learning as I go and trying to have some fun with it. And, you know, I'm excited to see where our next 20 years go. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it sounds like you're doing a great job at whatever you're doing. <laughs> no, but uh, it's really cool. And it, it's really cool to watch women evolve into bigger roles with the SPOS Palm. It makes me really happy over the last years that I've been away. It's really cool to see the different women come through. Tina, you were a former intern. I mean, we had just missed each other. But tell me about your journey with the SPOS Palm. Yes, my, my journey is interesting because I started off as an intern at the East Fans Palm and, you know, Brian shared this on the show right before us. I actually lied to Brian Rowitz. He was the internship coordinator that I was receiving credit um, when I was interning and I wasn't at all. And at Perfect. that time, you had to receive credit to get the internship. Um, ended up coming back for a second semester um, and then that turned into a part-time opportunity. And then at 20 years old, um, Kaylee Fisher, who is still with Good Karma Brands, just not in West Palm yeah, anymore. that's my girl. Yes. That's she, my girl. She offered me, um, you know, a young 20-year-old, a full-time opportunity here on the marketing team. And I could not pass that down. And, you know, now we're going on about six years full-time on the marketing team. And I also have a bit of a dual role being the marketing manager here, as well as one of our on-air radio hosts. And, you know, I would have never pictured myself on the radio. Um, and when the opportunity was, you know, brought up, I was like, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean? You want me to go on Josh Cohen and the home team? Um, but that decision, you know, and the opportunity like changed my life and, you know, I'm so grateful for it. And I get to be on the air with two guys who are old enough to be my dad. Um, and it's, uh, quite interesting, the trio that we have with Josh Cohen and Dean Thomas, but it's so fun. And, you know, I love what I do and all the opportunities I've had here. And, you know, we just get to have a lot of fun, um, you know, here at ESPN West Palm and it's been a blast. Tell me how Josh feels whenever you say that he's old enough to be your dad. Oh, he's, he's embraced it now. Like I, he's, I think okay. finally embraced it that, you know, I'm a 25 year old and he is at the age where he could definitely be my father. Um, so he's embraced it and you know, it's, it's, it's all good. There's no way he embraced that in the beginning, though. Let's oh, just no. make that clear, right? Okay. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying, I, there's no way. I, I spent some time with Josh Cohen and the home team uh, a long time ago, and it was great because they gave me an opportunity to be on air. And it was my first time on radio, too, and I'm on television, but the radio background has helped me immensely on air, and I still do radio to this day. Um, a lot of times I'll do radio shows here around Atlanta, which is so much fun. I have a great relationship with all the radio guys in town because they come on my 30-minute show every Sunday. And that radio background that I got at ESPN West Palm has helped me. I, when I was in Montgomery and Alabama, I was on their ESPN West uh, affiliate, not West Palm. I was in Montgomery. Um, and so, you know, the friendships that I've made at ESPN West Palm, talked about Kaylee Fisher, uh, we're still very, very close to this day. We met because Evan Cohen literally told each of us, you have to meet each other. You guys would be best friends. And... As soon as we met, we like hit it off and we're still close. We still talk all the time. I met her babies two years ago. Um, it's, it's really cool to see those relationships unfold. And I know that you guys will carry those. It sounds like you guys have such a good thing going still. And it's really cool to see all of the women get along and, and be 
more or less a face for ESPN West Palm. You guys are the most recognizable. I saw your fat hat at Honda Classic, by the way. I was there. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you should stop yeah, by my, and my take a picture, I, Maria. I, I know. I missed my opportunity. I was trying to like be in the background real quick and sneak by. But yeah, you're right. I should have taken a selfie with it. Uh, Tina, you have a story that I have been anticipating the last two days since Brian Rhodes told me you had a story. Tell me what it is. Yes. So when I was an intern at ESPN West Palm, I actually started off wanting to be a sideline TV reporter. So my interests were all in TV when I started. And then in that second semester, I had that opportunity to really focus on just TV. And when I was going over to the WPTV station, I would use your old WPTV TV card to get into the parking garage, to get into the buildings. And so I was just pretending to be you for about four months, um, you know, using your pass everywhere. And, you know, I told Brian didn't even probably remember this until I told him the other day when I was like, Maria probably has no idea that I pretended to be her at the TV station for about four months. But um, yeah, I I think I still have that pass probably somewhere in my desk or at home. But yeah, that's where we kind of, you know, I I met you a little bit. It just that way oh my god and it worked it worked yeah it, it still worked to, after you left so what kind of ship are oh you running around gosh. here brian all he this fraudulent check- behavior he didn't check my college credit internship right. he gave me an id for tv listen back then we had no rules we <laughs> like i started there was no rules people were interning for years people were getting paid in duffy's gift cards people were getting hey go run go get go get my large coke refilled at chick-fil-a downstairs and i'll give you you know whatever so it, there was no rules. It was None. no holds barred. Yeah. yeah. But it produced but everyone you're here. We're running a tighter ship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're running a tighter ship. Now we there, have right? to. We're a little bigger yes. than we okay. were. Yes. <laughs> and funny, now okay. I'm the internship coordinator. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I'm like so confused. Where did you find this card? It de- Brian gave it to me because I was going there so often. So he just, Wait, I guess, Brian, still had. Why did you have it? I'm so confused. I blame Kelly Bidlin. I don't know. I don't remember that at all. But we needed a way to get her in on Friday nights for high school football. And uh, it worked. It was you. Tight security over there. Yeah. I had no idea where you were going to go with that story. But that's better than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> Let's blame Kelly. That sounds like a good idea. There we go. Kelly Bidlin is the one that probably passed my card around. He definitely was there when I was I there. Just, so like, turn it in or something? I don't know. You must have just given it oh back God, or so something. Funny. Yeah. I guess, but you would think that since I didn't work there anymore, really, like they should have shut it off. PTV. People are getting into the building. Right, right. Of course, they should have denied my access into the building. But now I know if I want to pop in there at any time, I can. Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like nodding his yeah, head yes very previously. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well that would be a perfect opportunity to go to a break since apparently I can just break into WPTV at any time. So we'll be right back after this commercial.